Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. Here we are. Good morning. morning. Might be raining out. Yeah, you're wet. Yeah. Just getting an umbrella. Um, that would not go good. I can't see Jimmy being able to negotiate a... <laughs> He can't and rock an umbrella at the but, same time. But there was time. no. I, was two tasks. I'd, I'd, I'd have to have a helmet with an umbrella on uh, it. I think we've established you should have a helmet already, at least on weekends. Yeah. <laughs> Snow outside chance that would be a really strong idea. Do people care about what uh, we think about the TSN twelve sixty thing? Um. Maybe there was a couple people that texted in yesterday to like tell us about it. So maybe they want to hear what we think. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Sort of been mulling it over last little bit. Um, we want to talk about right out of the gates. I want to talk about the Canadian Tuxedo Grant. Okay. Because I need to. I need to know if there's rules revolving love, love around the Canadian, the Canadian tuxedo. tuxedo. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, tool tickets. If you go check out our pre-show post, it'll tell you roughly when we're giving those away. Um, Nirvana. Love Buzz. This is one of their first um, tunes, actually. I think it was one of the first signals they might have released. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, I want to get this out of the way before we get into this. I am. I'm pro-Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. I'm completely comfortable with your decision to wear the the, the jean on top and the jeans on the bottom. I love okay. the Canadian tuxedo. It's it's a strong Does move. Does jean vest count? Yeah. Yeah. Any okay. sort of matching denim will count. That, yeah. Ding. Okay. Well, now, the, hold on. It doesn't have to be matching. But... There's got to be some rules about the Canadian tuxedo with respect to the color of your denim. So I saw a guy yesterday, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I'm sure you're already painting a picture of him in your mind. <laughs> and he walked in front of me. He was at the traffic. He was at the at the light. Okay. And I was stopped, and he walked past me. And I was really thrown by his version of the Canadian tuxedo. He had a lighter pair of jeans on. Like light, light blue, yeah. and then a darker blue jacket, and it really bothered me. And and immediately when I saw it, I was like, "There has to be some rules." So when when I, but then I was like, if it matched like completely one hundred much, yeah. Sometimes it's... a dark. So I did look it up because I wasn't sure what the rules are there. Um, it says there is no rule about matching the color and texture of the denim. Um, for a full monotone look, you should match as best as you can, although you can do a contrast for the traditional look. 
Uh, so, but I think your pants need to be darker, darker than the shirt, than the than the jean jacket. No, yeah. I don't know if I agree. Um, it looked really weird, Jimmy. It didn't look right when George Harrison wore it on the cover of Abbey Road. Uh, he had matching. Let's see that. He had all matching. See, that's a pantsuit, though. Yeah. That's not a Canadian tuxedo. That's a Canadian tuxedo. That's two pieces. Are you sure? Yeah, that's jeans and then a shirt. He's just got it tucked in. He's got his denim shirt tucked in. That looks like a onesie. <laughs> just because he's got <laughs> flared-out pants, bell-bottoms on. <laughs> you were saying that Gordy Johnson... Uh, Gord Downey always Gord rocked Downey it. Yeah. always rocked the Canadian yeah. tuxedo. And he always remember- wore the jacket. I remember when he had it on, it didn't trigger me like this did yesterday. I, I maybe maybe somebody listening has has a better idea of what the rules are for Looks like your he, pants versus the jacket. He typically matched his the same color denim. Um, although that one's a little darker jacket and then lighter pants. And pant. then of course there's the famous Justin Timberlake Britney Spears. When they uh, went full Canadian tuxedo, he even had a denim cowboy hat on. That's wrong. <laughs> That's also triggering. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We're not quite there with name recognition with Jeremy Hansen, right? Not yet. He is uh, one of the Hansen brothers, though, of Mbop fame. No, he is um, not. <laughs> He's on the crew to go to the moon. He's he's uh, Canadian. He's Canadian. Do we know where he's from? He's from London. He did spend time in Alberta though when he was training uh, because he was a he was a pilot in the Air Force. Okay, Um, so he's there's CF eighteen. So he was up in Cold Lake. Yep. Okay. Um, So but he's from Ontario. He's part of the the Artemis two crew, which is going to be the first flight since 1972 to leave Earth's orbit. The first manned flight since 1972 to leave Earth's orbit. It's been uh, that long, eh? Yeah, it's been that long. And so They're he, not la- he's not landing on the moon, though. I don't think so. I think he's going to stay. They're, this crew isn't. They're going to circle the moon. They're going <laughs> to scout it out. Yeah. See what's going on. Whip around. Uh, see if see if China's been up there without us knowing, and then uh, come back. It's kind of the first, like the first part of our our voyage into the deep space. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're, they're going to put a eventually the the conversation is they're going to put a base on the moon. Yeah. For the. Um, for sort of like a pit stop before you go to Mars, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Like a little base. I guess we didn't say it. He's going to be the parade marshal for the uh, Calgary well, Stampede. that's why we're talking about yeah. him this morning because he's... Which uh, is just as exciting as going to the moon, if you well, ask me. Yeah. He gets to put on Wranglers and a cowboy hat and ride in the back of a convertible. And Jeremy, probably a better pick than Snoop Dogg. <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> Snoop Dogg would have been funny. Yeah. I just This seems more appropriate. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So the Walking Dead Dead City reviews are starting to roll in. I didn't know it was out. Me neither. And I haven't really been paying attention to the Walking Dead so since the- this story. This one has Maggie and Negan, and Negan in it. Yeah. So I, I did not finish The Walking Dead. 
Um, I would still like to go back and, and watch the final season at some point, but I guess I know that they survived. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess what I was reading is they don't really give you any sense of when, like in the storyline that this show takes place. Um, so it's there's Manhattan. Though, there's right? a bit of confusion so. revolving that. It, it it seems like to me, it seems like they just they were looking for another setting to do a yeah. similar story. Yeah. Right. Like, I never watched Fear the Walking Dead. Did you watch any of those? I watched uh, maybe half a season of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I never I yeah. never bid the, on that. The Walking Dead, to me, was... The first few seasons are, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen. And then it had such a downturn. It just got... After they... I hung in I always there. felt like after... I, I kept watching, but I felt like after they left the prison, the show really went downhill. Uh, for me, anyways, personally. For my viewing pleasure. Yeah. I'm trying the prison to, was kind of where they jumped the shark. I'm trying to figure out where I, I it really started to go downhill for me. Last couple of seasons, I, I don't know what it was. If it was a storyline problem or... Well, especially once they didn't have Rick anymore. Rick, Rick held it together. But. See, there's a conversation about... Like reigniting the, the franchise with Rick. Though, yeah. Which I find interesting... Because Daryl and Rick were the two characters for me. Like it, it, at the end, can I talk about the ending? I can't believe you haven't watched the I end of it. I don't care if you t- spoil it. Yeah. So there's a scene where Daryl drives off on his motorbike. Right. I did read that. Okay. I actually read what happened. So so Daryl drives off, and I remember thinking to myself, if I ever watch this show again, it'll probably be because of Daryl. Yeah. So. I, I can't see myself getting into this Negan Maggie storyline, and I liked Negan, and I liked Maggie. It, I don't know what it is. I can't figure out why I have zero interest in digging into this, though. For some people, they stopped watching after Glenn was killed. A lot that of was really watching. hard to yeah. watch. Yes, I think that was a mistake. I did start to watch that beef show too with Glenn. Yeah, with Glenn. Yeah, on Netflix. Too. That's actually a pretty decent show. Yeah, the new Walking Dead is out, eh? Yeah. And Walking it's, Dead, Dead City. It's, it's not doing well. Like, um, reviews are not... It's got rotten, uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I read a review, yeah. and it said that it was not good. Mm. But that doesn't mean... it. You know what I mean? It might be good. Yeah, who knows? So critics gave it 100 or audience? Audience. Critics gave it 86%. 86? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I... Is there a show that you watched for a long, long time that people would be surprised you you're still watching it? Um, that's like still on air. No, you guys know mine. Uh, yeah, like, American yeah. Idol. <laughs> you're the only guy still watching American Idol. <laughs> yeah, you pro- you're their only watcher. <laughs> to make dreams come true. <laughs> My wife watches something, and I can't believe she still watches it. Yeah, and I she hates it when I talk about what she watches on TV. But I have to, I have to mention this. She is still watching Survivor. Survivor. <laughs> what? Seriously? I'm always amazed when I see like Survivor's in its 86th season because they do three a year now. <laughs> and Jeff Probst is still the, still there, still there, yeah. like. How is that possible? <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
So I got in the business a long, long time ago. We did this little thing on this podcast that I do yesterday because we had uh, myself, Dean Blundell, and um, Matt Cundell. You may remember that name if you've been in Edmonton a long time because he was on the bear for, for a cup of coffee as well. And actually, he replaced me at Power as the program director. In, in Winnipeg. In Winnipeg. And I think, he sta- I think he's still in Winnipeg, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, doesn't matter. We did some math, and between the three of us, I think we were uh, close to, if not over, 70 years of experience in the <laughs> broadcast business. So the one thing about this business, when you get into it, you get told, and, and I'm pretty sure Grant's heard this, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard this, you know... Someday you're gonna get fired. It's kind of a trope of the business. Like, yeah, you're not in. You're not actually in radio until you've been fired. Yeah, that's you, what they say because they're like, it's, it just happens to get everyone. Get ready for it. Yeah, at some point they're gonna walk. You're, you're never gonna expect it either. Yeah, it's always unexpected in this business. Well, it's not unexpected anymore. No, now it's especially if you work for a big company. Yeah, you're just yeah. waiting for it now. So when we hear about people getting fired generally speaking um and, and i i don't know if i'm alone in this in this industry it's kind of like all right okay yeah there goes some more people right yeah. do you know what i mean we're not shocked by it i guess no not at all this one is different though this one kind of shocked me because they unplugged stations they so- actually just Took stations off Air Bell Media yesterday. Uh, just literally six stations. They just turned the power off. Yeah, nine yeah. stations in total are impacted. Three of them they're selling. And here's the here's 1,300 the, positions. Lost. Here's the, the the issue that I have with it. Uh, and again, I don't know if anybody cares about my thoughts on this, but I think that the issue here for me. It's one thing to say, okay, we can't make a go of it. We can't make the money we want to make broadcasting on this signal with this this type of music. So we're going to flip it to this because of the competitive nature in the market, right? That's not happening here. They've just given up yeah. on... And the thing is, is you have a certain responsibility, I think, to the public... When you get a license to broadcast, and giving up on that, I, I think is is wrong. Mm-hmm. First off, and then here's the other thing that I want to say, and then we can we can move on. I think we disregard the impact to people, the human cost to this in in our business because of the nonchalant way we've handled firings over the years, right? Yes. Like I said at the beginning of this, you're going to get fired someday. Someone's going to come in and just walk you out. Like I, I, I think that's wrong that we've done that and that that's 1,300 people that they walked off. And it's not right. It's, it's um, the the... The cost, the human cost, is something that I think we have to start to be aware of a little more. Yeah, and 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 I, and I, I, it's worth saying. Here's the other thing that I will say: if anybody 
hears this conversation, stick up for yourself. That's the other problem in our business. I remember I I had a couple of I had one firing and I had a couple of departures. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was leaving the one job, I was told by so many people in the business that, you know what? Listen, just take it like a man. Just be quiet. Yeah. Right? And I can I can see all the tweets. I've read a whole bunch of stuff yesterday. I can see that mindset is still out there. Well, it's been a great run, everybody. Away Thanks she goes. for listening. Yeah. And in my opinion, you got us. We have to, as Canadians, we do this, right? I, we, we've talked about my new flag idea. Yeah. Where it's just somebody bent over grabbing their ankles. <laughs> well, that translates into this as well. We do this. As as broadcasters as well, we just sort of we just bend over and we kind of take uh, it. nothing I can do. No, and, yeah. I, and I, I'd like to say this out loud: stick up for yourself, right? The first thing you should be doing when you hand over your key card to the the girl at the front door with the with the clipboard, yeah, is getting on your phone with your lawyer. Like, mm-hmm. just get. And I know people that uh, run businesses don't want to hear a guy like me saying that, but you need to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Get on the phone with a lawyer. Do it now. Right away, find out what your rights are. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Somebody I know. And was like, don't listen, from a job. don't listen to those comments. Don't listen to the guy. Oh, you know what? You got to be nice or you're <laughs> never going to get hired by another company. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. There if was, you're worth hiring, you'll get a job again. There was somebody that I, I know that got let go and then they were like, here's the deal I got. It's pretty good. Hey, and everyone was like, that's a terrible deal. Like you didn't get what you deserve from that company when they let you go or whatever. And, and they ended up fighting it and getting way more. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, even if you think it's a good deal, actually, it might have been Jimmy. <laughs> That's what it was. It was Jimmy. Remember, his, he was talking about getting laid off from the call center, and he was like, "They gave us a whole month of pay." And we're like, "That's a terrible deal, Jimmy." No, it was uh, Morton Evan. Like, so that was one of them. But there's always stand up because they're never actually going to give you a fair deal. No, no. And the problem is, they're still going to try to screw you. What they do is, what these companies do is, they sit down and they do the math, right? And w- and the reason why these decisions are made and mass decisions like this are made is because they realize that the majority of people in the world don't fight for themselves. They they don't stick up for themselves. They just they take it and they walk away. Yeah. So they get away with it. So um, and as soon as you stand up to them, as soon as you put your foot down and go, no, this is not good enough. That's when the conversation really starts. So that's what I wanted well, to say today. And and it, the, here's the other thing that I'll say is if you're upset about this, there are ways that you can actually... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At least they didn't do this on Bell Let's Talk Day this time. Well, they moved it six months away from Bell Let's Talk Day. They've learned to wait a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I worked in that building for six years. A lot, a lot of great really, guys. A lot of amazing broadcasters cracked mics on that signal yeah. over the years, and a lot of really talented people across this mention, country. Uh, got, the got CTV people that were let go. There's a ton There's of a people. Ton of CTV people that were uh, they let, that go were let go. Six percent of their staff. Yeah. Right, which is just enough, I think, to give the CEOs a um, million dollar raise next year. Yeah, I read they made about seven hundred and seventy million dollars in quarter three profit 
but they're going to lose money on the broadca- broadcasting side. Garth. Yeah. So. <laughs> or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Is today the last day to today qualify? Today is the last day to qualify, yes. For what? For Rock the District. It's the, the event this weekend, June 16th through the 18th. Uh, Glass Tiger, Prism, Lover Boy, April Wine, ton of bands. You want to send Dad to that? Is April Wine going to be there? I've never seen them before. April Wine's worth seeing. Yeah, I've always wanted to see April Wine. I've never seen them. Have I yeah. told you my, my uh, mile story? My April Wine story? I don't know. So a hundred years ago, I was um, introducing bands at this classic rock summer festival when i was at uh, in, in prince george they mm-hmm. sent me out to this thing in the in the woods and uh, i'm standing on the side of the stage next to the band and i'm trying to keep to myself because i'm young i'm a young broadcaster this is in the 90s yeah crx the mix <laughs> fm 94 and april wine is standing and i'm about to go out and introduce april wine and um and Miles looks over, he's got his guitar in his hand, and he looks over at one of the other members of the band, and he goes, man, I wish I wasn't so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And literally stumbled. Out on the stage? Out on the stage, and and then then stepped up on the mic and played a flawless, absolutely flawless (laughs) set. Uh, All right, so there you go. 780-989-0957. Text the word rock with Dad's favorite tune. We'll give away a couple of three-day passes as of tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to... You are qualifying today, and then we're making a draw tomorrow. I'm sure that head injury had nothing to do with that. (laughs) I've talked like um, this for years. Perfect. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Yeah, we're going to... You are qualifying today, and then we're making a draw tomorrow. There we go. A couple of requests to slow that down. One from Grant. Oh, yeah. We have a shirt request that just says it has nothing to do with the head injury. On it. Grant, report coming up. We're going to talk about uh, Danielle Smith and Facebook. Okay. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. We're now a couple of weeks into the reign of Danielle Healthcare Smith and... (laughs) Things are going pretty good so far, I think. I mean, according to some people online... By this point of her leadership, uh, there should have already been some rules that came into place that we haven't seen, you know, dress codes and stuff. I was told before the election that if Danielle Smith won, I wouldn't be allowed to shave anymore or wear shorts. (laughs) And women would be making a lot more bread and wearing floral pattern, floor length dresses. None of that's happened. Uh, Danielle did contact me this morning, though, and wanted me to get the word out there that if you were having trouble contacting her, it's because her Facebook account has been suspended. (laughs) She wasn't sure what it was that got her suspended from Facebook. If it was her claiming to be Ukrainian or the memes about windmills that she might have shared, she can't exactly pinpoint it, but she will be off of Facebook for the next while. Every time I see somebody get banned from Facebook. They always start with these rants about censorship and how bad it is. And while I agree, we shouldn't be censoring so much stuff. All I have to say is that 
I've been on Facebook since 2007, <laughs> and I have never once been kicked off of it. <laughs> Danielle, though, Danielle posts one photo of her F. Trudeau bumper sticker, and suddenly she can't play Candy Crush anymore. So tweet her if you need to get a hold of her for the next few weeks. <laughs> The Grant Report is brought to you by our new Locker Room t-shirt. Text us now to get the link to get yours. You're in the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. If I have 100 people in a room and I say, all right, who knows anything about wood? The meme? Oh, yeah. How many people put up their hands? Uh, Out of 100, maybe 30. That high? You think it's uh, maybe not that high? I was going to say 20. I was going to say 20%. Mm-hmm. I'd say between 20, maybe even a little less, because some people might not even admit that they know because it's, you know, of what You're the content is. You're not allowed to not admit that you don't know about wood. So what's your number? Of course you make it more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> I'd say about... Uh, between 40 and 50. You think that half the population uh, knows about wood? Because of how, how much people have I shared have it over the years. I it to most people. I think it was shared a lot within select groups. I think I think yeah. that's right. I thought 30 was high. 30%. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we got a tune. We'll figure out how to explain wood for those that don't know wood. Yeah. Okay? Um, because wood made an... Grant? He's back. He's back! <laughs> it was such an exciting day! You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, how do we explain wood? So, it was a meme that became popular during the pandemic. Um, the first one I got was from you. Yeah, the first one ever was, it was when COVID first started, and then it was like a link, and it said, COVID cases have been detected in Edmonton. Click the link to find out the areas affected. You'd click the link, and then it was a picture of this large man sitting on the edge of his bed, completely naked with a very large unit. Yeah. And it came out eventually that his name was Wood. Uh, like his nickname, I guess. Um, or everyone called him Wood. He was some dude that actually had died years before, and he had done one porn shoot. He did for like a male um, magazine, yeah. and and that picture was enhanced. Enhanced. It wasn't natural. Um, the size of of his unit. Yeah, and it just became like this. For a stretch there, he people were putting wood into everything. Like my favorite one still to this day was they replaced um, the Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. Yeah, and they put wood in in his place. Yeah, and so they actually like managed to take the original <laughs> clips from Ghostbusters, and every time the Marshmallow Man like swings marshmallow, it's woods wiener slapping back and forth and crushing cars. And- now. This is going to probably give you a really strong indication of the maturity level of the show. But I was on about three or four different threads where we were sharing them. Yes. So <laughs> I would get a new one from um, Grant or Army Chris or who, it doesn't matter. Whoever it was. And yeah. then I would have to go into three or four different text groups yeah. and share them. To resend it. Yeah. Yes. It's how we stayed connected with yeah. COVID. I probably have like 200 in my phone. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like someone is going to have a real problem with me if I die soon and they go through my phone they're going to go what? 
what is this? So last night I got one sent to me. I think I sent it to you guys. You did, yeah. It's oh, the first one I've seen me. in a long I have time. I sent it to a couple of other groups. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, when it started to slow down, I was disappointed because yeah. I was like, oh, this means things are getting back to normal. <laughs> We're not going to get any more wood memes. There's no more wood. But once in a blue moon now... Somebody gets creative and puts together a wood meme, yeah. and, and then it goes a little bit viral. It, within viral, friend groups. Within friend groups. Yeah, it's kind of underground viral. Yes, yeah. and the one that I saw yesterday. And sometimes you have to pay attention because they're they're sneaky about it. The one that I got yesterday was just a pic, and I didn't notice it right away. It was just a picture of the the smoke, right? In yeah. The, it looked like a like a, a a smoky fog thing, and then silhouetted in the back. If you if you really paid attention, wood was in the back. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> wood's made <laughs> made reappearance. I, Things are normal. I just hope I just hope that the uh, wood memes don't take over our text groups as much as they did. Yeah, Jimmy during, never was comfortable with them. <laughs> Jimmy was really bothered by them. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think that I think we've explained the wood memes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. I've been saying for years, and I know this to be true. At some point in my life, I'm going to win the lottery. But I also occasionally I have I'm going to win the lottery. It's going to happen. <laughs> and at some point, too, there's there's these. I have these moments where I really, really want Jimmy to have a ridiculous amount of money. And, and I'll explain why. If there's one person on the planet that I think needs to win, like, and I'm talking a stupid amount of money. Yeah. It's Jimmy. Because he's so unpredictable with the cash that he does have. Mm-hmm. And he's so irresponsible with what he, how he lives his life. It's a little bit of money, and it's like... Oh, my God. Would it not be... He had another box show up yesterday. Yeah, it would be so Amazon. fantastic to see what he would do with give, a stupid give amount Jimmy of money. $500 million. Awesome. He would... He wouldn't move. I was we know say, that. Because I was going to say, would he move? No, he wouldn't move. He'd stay in the same apartment. Yeah. But it would be a lot of skip the dishes. Yeah. He'd probably get a uh, chauffeur. He'd probably pay somebody. Maybe. Like Denny. Denny to swing by and grab him every day. <laughs> like, that'd be Denny's new job. <laughs> He'd driving Jimmy around. Yeah. But he wouldn't go anywhere. Like, he'd just go to Braddo's and, and stuff. But the stuff, the random stuff that would be showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so fun. And I thought about it when I saw that the Instapot company went bankrupt. Mm. I'm like, I could see Jimmy coming in going, I just bought the Instapot company. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey guys, I just invested in Instapot. They were going bankrupt. Hey, I made great wine with my Instapot. They, they make a great product. I was surprised to see Instapot go I was bankrupt. Because they became a big have... thing. They, like, they were, before the pandemic, apparently they were like the top selling item that Christmas. Yeah. Uh, remember, everyone got one. Jimmy got one for Christmas. Everyone got one for Christmas. We got my mom one. and But then air fryers kind of took over. Well, is, did air fryers kill? They're around the same time. What they said is they they grew too big, too fast, and then couldn't keep up. They also made Pyrex cookware. Okay, um, I had no idea this was a Canadian um, thing. Either. Yeah, that's the did other you thing know I that? didn't know. No. I had no Py- idea. And Pyrex has been around for like a hundred years. Hundred years. We have Pyrex at the house. I still haven't bought an air fryer. 
and I still haven't bought an Instapot. Because mm. the thing about the, the Instapot that's so convenient is you can make anything in half an hour. Like anything. A roast. You, yeah. Do you still use yours? Oh, yeah. And you retired the slow cooker because of that, basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jimmy was didn't, famous. didn't quite retire it. It was one of the prizes we, we gave we away gave during <laughs> when we were giving Jimmy was famous for his, his slow cooker cooking. He would, it, Every day he'd be cooking something in well, there. Didn't we have a... We had a cooking yeah, it show. Was, it was crock pot cooking, cooking in the den G- of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> and then the instant pot re- replaced that. Yeah. I'd still like to get one. We have an air fryer that we use all the time. I like crock pot dishes. The thing with it is, I, I think because now I don't have the kids at home, mm-hmm. it, it seems more like a thing that you you put on the crock pot when you leave in the morning yeah. and you have a meal ready to go when the when kids you're working all day and everybody takes a scoop of whatever the hell you put in the crock pot, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we might be able to get some instant but, pots cheap, but the but the Instapot is almost as convenient because if you're working all day, you get home, you throw a bunch of stuff, slap it in, all in there in the Instapot, turn it on in half an hour, you have a fully cooked meal. You know what you I'll need to do? To you Bianca need to con- more and get one for myself. You need to contact this company, Jimmy, and say, "Listen, I can revitalize you guys. I'm going to bring back Crock-Pot cooking It'll with be Jimmy. Instant pot cooking. Instant pot Inst- cooking with Jimmy." <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Oh, I'm touching myself today. <laughs> Deadpool 3 coming out when? They've moved it up, so they've... Yeah, it was which in, is rare. Initially, it was supposed to come out November 8th, 2024. Now it's going to be May 3rd, 2024. So before the summer, instead of after that... That seems like a summer release, No. Yeah, definitely. It's a blockbuster. They're moving all these things around because of the writer's strike, so and they actually delayed Avatar 3 and then moved this up. And, and because this one, they start, have started filming already, so they're not really hindered by the writer's strike because they're already filming. Well, also, I have a feeling there's no writers on that set. <laughs> Does Ryan Reynolds walk around with a writer for his show, for his movies? <laughs> I would no. think so. No, he doesn't. No. Half that stuff's off the cuff with him, isn't it? <laughs> There's still writers. There's still oh, yeah. writers because the other people have to speak. Anyway, um, I'm when I saw that, I was somewhat disappointed. Like I've been a little bit upset that he didn't get to buy the Senators. I know. But I have a, I have a thought on this. Okay. Right? And you said it at the beginning of that whole negotiation process when we heard about the fact that he was going to get involved and that he might be part of a bid to buy the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. You were like, oh, why such a boring team? I know. You were disappointed about the team. I, I just don't, no one cares about the Ottawa Senators. No one. <laughs> no one in Ottawa cares. No one cares about the Ottawa Senators. So that's my thought on this. Right? Yeah. He walks away. If another team comes up for grabs, mm-hmm. does he bid on that one? And does it make more sense the next team that becomes available? Maybe. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think there's going to be any Canadian teams available anytime no. soon, though. And no, if I there is, yeah. There's no other situations I can think of ownership-wise where yeah. a guy like Ryan Reynolds or Snoop Dogg gets to walk in <laughs> with, with their checkbooks. No. Maybe a U.S. franchise. Yeah, maybe somebody like the Coyotes or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, one of those teams. Which that, would be, I don't know why. That would work better seems, for me than the Senators. Yeah, it seems more yeah. appropriate 
for Ryan Reynolds to be purchasing. Maybe it's because he owns kind of an obscure um, soccer team. Yeah. So maybe he needs to own like a. I can see him owning like Carolina Lex, Hurricanes. Lexham, right? Or yeah. 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 That's who he owns in soccer. Anyway, Deadpool three. Coming out earlier. I have a feeling that because of the pushback of all the big movies, like Mm -hmm. Jimmy was sort of alluding to, they moved a bunch of stuff like six months to a year down the road. And then they looked at their schedule and they went, we have no blockbusters for next year. We need to take advantage of it. Yeah. Who's ready to go? Can you guys step up? That and Thunderbolts is coming out next year, too. Oh, wow. Mark that down. (laughs) Do you need an explanation? Please don't. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So you're going to have to start paying if you want to travel to the UK. Yeah, it's pay for entry. It doesn't matter if we're Commonwealth or not. Um, This is going to be a thing that the United Kingdom is doing for their electronic travel authorization scheme. So they're really concerned about their borders in the UK. Um, And so I guess this is one way that they are going to secure them is that you have to go through like uh basically get a visa to go into the uk um and you have to pay for that whole um application so it'll be ten dollars for per person to go uh but it's just a lengthier process it's no longer just buying a ticket and going uh they said you have to fill out some extra paperwork and then pay that ten dollars i guess all of europe is doing something very similar okay and the uk they're not part of europe anymore brexit we did it. Uh, <laughs> they're going to follow and do the same thing. The ETA will be fully operational by the end of 2023. I don't know why, but I, I'm very bothered by this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you want like you, this Charles, you want to put your face on our money? Yeah. Don't charge me $10 to visit you then. Yeah. Right? Right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll pay to enter your country, but you're not my king anymore. (laughs) Is it it just me? Does this bother you? I mean, when was the last time you went to the UK? I've never been and I'm never going! So why so why do they care if you if, if you're never planning on going? I might have gone. <laughs> Not anymore. Now they're gonna miss out on your money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They say it gives them more control of their borders. I don't know. Just because the extra paperwork, I guess. So. Yeah. It's all about safety. If I was untoward and I was going there for a uh, bad purpose, maybe I wouldn't want to fill out the extra paperwork <laughs> and pay the extra tax. Exactly. Yeah. There's a bonus to this because you're not Scottish anymore. You're Irish. So if you were going to go to Scotland, it would have cost you extra. Now you could just go to Ireland. No, uh, are you Scotland fr- and Ireland are in the same boat. Well, it depends which Ireland you're from. Are you from North Island, Ireland? Then oh, yes. is, they've broken it up. Yeah, the other island isn't part of the UK, right? So. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No, Scotland is... Where you're from. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I'm from. I, it changes constantly. <laughs> Think about I, that, though. They have 11 million people visited the UK in 2020. So, so that's a lot of money. $10 yeah. each person. I've always wanted to... Have you wanted to go back? You were there, right? Yeah, you, you I would like, like to a, go back. Again, I lived there for a year. Um, it's yeah, yeah, definitely go back. I'd go to Scotland. I'd go to Scotland. I, I, well, I'd, you, when you're there, you can go everywhere. That's you, the thing that we don't understand living here is 
Like my sister lives in Europe and her family, they just drove to Greece for a vacation. Yeah. They spent a day in the car and then they were on the coast in Greece. Because it was a six hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Like they six hours six hours and I'm not even out of Alberta yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. I said that while we were driving to Saskatchewan, it was like we could have been in like Spain right now. Yeah. If we live there. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to the UK, to be honest with you. I've um I've looked into the golf there. And I've had friends that have gone over and golfed, and I've also looked into, there was a uh, conversation before COVID about doing a walking tour with friends, and we were going to do it from, I think it starts in Portugal and goes through Spain. I can't remember the name of it, um, but it's, it's, a, it's a fairly popular walking tour that you do, and you basically walk a couple of cl- clicks every day, and you stay in these hotels, hostels, and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of people have done it. It's it's a it's I think it's it originally was a religious pilgrimage. It's now turned into more of a like a touristy thing. Um, but there's also walking tours in Ireland in and uh, and Scotland too, where you literally walk from town to town and you and you stay in pubs. Then mm. the wife and I have talked about doing that. Yeah, that'd be fun. By I'd like the, to do that. By the way, we we are doing the same thing to the UK already. Suck it, Charles. <laughs> so when Charles visits. Canada. We're charging him $7. Okay, awesome. Okay, good. Now I feel better about it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. We have a suggestion. Grant and I. Okay. We'll get to it next, all right? All right. On the road again. Jimmy's face down on the road Road again. Drinking beer without his chaperoning friends. Jimmy's laying on the road again. Harmonica wouldn't work here. On the road again. This was stuck in my head all day yesterday. Drinking <laughs> all the free beer that he can. See an ambulance, it's coming round the bend. Come and scrape Jimmy off the road again. On the road again. Like this could be a, a hit at Cornfest. Video on high speed. <laughs> He's a mess again, insisting that he's fine, but his eyes are sideways. They're sideways. He's on the road again. Uh, apparently, there's Jimmy's another version of this coming out soon, again. too. Oh, okay, good. He was drinking beer without his chaperone and friends. Jimmy's laying on the road again. All right. Here's, well, first off, let's set this up by saying... We have done some math on how long the Edmonton Elks have been losing at home, okay? And we think it correlates to when you got the buy a midget a beer hat. I think it's around the same time. Yeah. 18 consecutive home games they have lost. Yes. Including this past Sunday. The entire CFL season. So I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but you're the reason why that team has been so unsuccessful at home for the last couple of years. But now why why is it when I'm not there, they still lose? Because the hat still exists. The hat still exists. And what we're saying is we need to burn your hat. Sunday, June 25th is the next home game. Who's in town? The Toronto Argonauts. Okay, so here's what I suggest we do. Um, we're working out the details of the live broadcast. 
due to the fact that um, we gave that up as a potential prize for anyone that donated to Jimmy's ambulance fund, right? Yeah. And we raised we raised the amount we were looking for quite quickly. Wade Polloway was the uh, top bid. He gave us the most money, 200 bucks. So we're going to do a live broadcast from his home. We're working out the details on this. I suggest, because that's next Friday, mm-hmm. right? So that would be the Friday before the next home game. We should do a little ceremonial burn in his backyard of the buy a midget a beer hat and just get rid of it. I think but you know how many hundreds of dollars I saved from that hat? And he spent it all on an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that hat has got I, I, Jimmy. I think you would get the free beer without the hat. Because I, I was getting free beer without the hat before, but it's just I it really more upped. now. Do you need yeah. that many more free beers? Did we not learn that maybe a few less would be okay? No, I just uh, we'll make sure I go with friends. <laughs> oh, good. Then we get to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get to scrape them off the road. I don't want to do something you're not comfortable with, but don't you think it's time that maybe you retired that hat based on what happened? Maybe. It is a nice hat. There's a growth moment there, Grant. Write it down. (laughs) We're at a maybe. (laughs) I love how, too, because the hat got brought up as one of the problems from this past weekend. Not his drinking problem. No, no. Right? Not not the alcoholism that he has managed to, uh, like binge drink his way through over the last 10, 15 years of his life. That has nothing to do with it. It was the hat, lack of friends around. Yeah. Uh, So I think we get rid of the hat and we just burn it next Friday at Wade's place. Torch it. Okay. I want a flamethrower for this. Yeah, we need something good. Does anybody have a flamethrower? Or Or just blow it up somehow? Or just, why don't you just get some hairspray and a lighter and away you go. Dynamite? Does anybody have any dynamite? (laughs) You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. What's this guy's name? Josh. Josh, okay. And who sent... Penny. Penny gave us Josh's number. Hello, Josh speaking. How you doing, Josh? Doing all right, thanks. How are you? Good. It's the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Hi. Do you know a Penny? Do you know a Penny? Penny is my mother, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, she told us you would lend us your flamethrower. She said you I might want to flush you twice. You have a flamethrower? I do, yes. Okay. Can we borrow it next Friday? Uh, well, what is going on? Well, can you drop it off at the tell station? Uh, What's that? We okay. Well, I'll tell you quickly just to get you up to speed. Yeah. James P. White is a little person and he had a hat made a couple of years ago okay and it says buy a midget a beer and he wears it to the football games the elks games and ever since he had that hat made the team has not won a home game so what we thought we would do for the sake of the edmonton elks and the city as a whole is that we would burn the hat to get the team back on a win streak okay and I suggested we do it with a flamethrower, and your mother sent us a text saying that you would lend us your flamethrower. Generous of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, geez, that's a big decision to make, lending someone a flamethrower. We'll give it back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, all right. Um, potentially, yeah. 
Could you give me a call back in a few hours? I got to think about this. Okay. All right. Can we call yeah. you back tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Then, yeah, think about it. Okay. Yeah, you bet. We'll, we'll try to make it worth your while. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Josh. Thanks for your time. Okay. All right. Yeah, thanks. Bye. We also had Donald offering up Tannerite. Yeah, you can get Tannerite anywhere, though. I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Take Donald's Tannerite. And apparently Rob is suggesting you you put Tannerite around it and then shoot it. Shoot it with a rifle. Yeah. So find out if Wade has a gun. <laughs> I'm waiting for a response. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.